Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 19th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, Trey Scott. Trey, what is going on? Connor, with 66 days left until the start of the college football season, there is not much going on in Mm -hmm. mid-June. We're in the offseason, obviously, but we do have a little bit of news here. Maybe something cool will come from it. The NFL spent Monday and Tuesday in Indianapolis sharing with college officials their latest findings on the prevention and treatment of injuries. Participants from the NFL's health and safety team, the NCAA's Sports Science Institute, and medical staffs from schools in each of the Power Five conferences were there for the report. The NFL hopes this presentation leads to a broader conversation that includes discussions about lower body injuries, yeah, so lower body injuries, right? Before you ask, concussions are still a focal point, and the NFL, in fact, reports a yearly decrease in those. And obviously, college has, in recent years, introduced the targeting rule and the concussion protocol. They say they also had conversations in Indianapolis about emergency situations, heat illnesses, cardiac arrest, spine injuries, even mental health. But in a report by the Associated Press, the lower body injuries do seem like they were the big subject from this convention with Jeff Miller, the NFL's executive vice president for health and safety initiatives, sharing studies about cleats, turf, load management, that sort of thing. Both sides expect this sharing of information to continue and to hopefully make the game of football safer and smarter at all levels. I I do think that is very interesting that kind of turning the focus on lower body injuries a bit because as as a lot of people pointed out as you kind of try to steer away create rules that steer people away from going for the head well if you if you can't go for someone's head or upper body then you're going for their lower body and so what what are the unintended consequences of of that and how can we implement some things to mitigate injuries there um so I, I, I think that's pretty cool that they're yeah, thinking about that. And it's like, you know, obviously I think, you know, it's getting pretty nitty gritty when you're talking about, you know, cleats and turf and stuff like that. I also think, you know, I, I do want to acknowledge that there seems always like when the NFL, when the, especially when the NFL is talking about concussions, it seems yeah. like they're just like, there's a liability to it. Right. Like they, they, they're almost, they don't want this to come back and bite them later. I think, discussing lower body injuries benefits you know the the student athletes in a way that is you know a little bit different than just saying oh you know we're, we're preventing we're putting ourselves from lawsuits later in the future like they actually want these guys to you know not suffer acl injuries in addition to not getting concussed so i, I thought that was kind of cool yeah i guess if you were being super cynical about it maybe you could say the nfl has an interest in keeping their future employees uh being productive uh when they're when they when it's time for them to turn pros but uh it, it's 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 good to see these conversations being had like you said we'll see if anything actually comes from it um just like the ncaa the morning blitz has met with the nfl to see what we can learn about how to safely go hurry up, no huddle through some headlines, some college football headlines on a day where, to be frank, there were a shortage of them. So let's get going. Let's start things off with uh, 
the Tulsa World, obtaining through an open records request details of Oklahoma head coach Lincoln Riley's contract extension, which was approved by the OU Board of Regents in January. The 35-year-old is set to be paid $32.5 million over the course of the next five years to conclude at the end of the 2024 season. Riley's $6 million per year base salary, interestingly, surpasses what Bob Stoops ever made in a single season, and the contract is, of course, riddled with perks, including cars, private jets, access to golf courses. Shout out to Steve Spurrier. But what is of most interest to Oklahoma fans and the Morning Blitz alike is the incentives built into the contract to keep Riley in Norman. And this is pretty interesting. Every June 1st, Riley receives an additional $700,000 bonus if at that time he is still the Sooners head coach. And if he is Oklahoma's coach still on June 1st, 2021, that uh, $700,000 goes up to $1,700,000. So, um, you know, if it we were, we were kind of at a point where every offseason it seemed like the NFL was going to come knocking and it seems like OU and their attorneys have done their part to kind of put a put the end to that annual conversation about Riley leaving Norman. Yeah, no, I think first of all that's a bargain for the Sooners. And yeah, it's interesting to find the incentives Connor on that uh, extra 700k, but the fact of the matter in my opinion is if Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys come calling with 8 or 9 million a year None of that's going to matter, but uh, Very true. I think Lincoln one, Riley is probably the best young coach in college football. So one, I'm glad, one he's, last, glad he's here. One last thing on that: uh, if Riley does terminate his contract at any point after the 2019 season, he'll have to pay 22.5 percent of his total com- compensation. I, if I imagine, if if it is Jerry Jones, he will be all too happy to foot that bill, but it, it will be expensive to pry him away from the Sooners. Wow, that is interesting. Brandon Peters, Connor, is hopping to Illinois. The quarterback transfer from Michigan is going to join the Illini this summer with two years of eligibility remaining. For my money, he's probably going to win that quarterback job. Uh, in two seasons in Ann Arbor, the former four-star QB threw for 680 yards, four touchdowns, and three interceptions. There was a time when we thought Peters was Jim Harbaugh's quarterback of the future, and then in came Shea Patterson. ESPN's Adam Rittenberg reports that Kent State defensive back Quantrez Knight will appeal the NCAA's denial of his waiver request for immediate immediate eligibility, which he says is based on depression he developed while playing at Maryland. Knight announced his transfer from Maryland on November 5th, six days after the school fired DJ Durkin. Knight transferred to Kent State in May and sought an immediate eligibility waiver, citing depression symptoms due to the environment he experienced on the University of Maryland's football team. The NCAA's Committee on Legislative Relief denied Knight's request in June, writing that Knight did not provide objective documentation that supports the assertion that he was the victim of egregious behavior at Maryland. Um, He has 30 days to file an appeal of this new denial. And as we've said before, when talking about these uh, immediate eligibility waivers, we are not privy to all the details uh, of, of of the appeal and just exactly how strong it is. But if we were to take this on face value and uh, Knight does have a legitimate uh, grievance here with what happened to him at Maryland, then it would be a very tough look for the NCAA to deny uh, the, the waiver in this particular instance. Texas has removed former three-star linebacker DeMarco Boyd from its football roster. He's going to remain a student at Texas per Orange Bloods. 
Uh, DeMarco is a younger brother of NFL pick Chris Boyd, but he never made an impact in Austin. He did not even play last year after being charged with a misdemeanor assault. All right, Trey, that is going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on what will hopefully be a much more newsworthy Thursday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.